0: Good morning everybody. This is Rich Romersa from East Rosebud Fly Shop and thank you for listening in on another one of East Rosebud Studios podcast. Um, I'm joined by my wonderful, wonderful co host Brandon Booty. What's up? Hello everyone, how's it going? How have you been? I've been good, I've been good, you know. I didn't go on a, a nice fly fishing trip like you did, but yes, you didn't. You didn't you'll be there Sunday. <laughs> someday. Yeah, you'll yeah, be there someday. Soon. What's that? Hopefully soon. Oh, we're going to talk about that today, but um, what, what have you been doing? Have you fished since we last saw each other? I haven't. You I haven't, don't. I haven't been getting out. No. I've been, been busy with the, the family. Well, that's a good excuse. That's, yeah. that's, the, that's the best non-sissified excuse you could have said. Yeah. 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 So, anyway, so, yes, I'm back. I'm back from our uh, annual trip to the Punta Allen Fishing Club. Um, and, and and I've got some good news about the East Rosebud Studios podcast. Um, the demographics are in. And last week we actually had nine viewers, nine listeners total. So we we, we, we bumped up our, our our listening total from six to nine. So congratulations, motherfucker. Yeah. Well, yeah. it feels good. I thought we were going to get ten. Yeah, you, are you getting any feedback or anything on this at all? Anybody said anything to you or yeah? yeah. You don't fucking know the eight that are listening to us. Uh, you know, and said it was good. All right, it good. was good. Good. All right. Well, anyway, I don't know if I'm looking for good. I'm looking for sales. That's true. That's you true. know, and that's something <laughs> that that's something that I missed on our uh, our sex sells episode was that uh, please, I'm only doing this. I'm not doing this because I'm one of those fly shop dudes that wants his fucking face in a camera. I'm really not. Um, I'm doing this because I need your money. I need you to go to www.eastrosebudflyandtackle.com and peruse from one of the biggest fly fishing assortments of quality fucking product on the planet. Straight up, so that's why I'm doing this, and I've said it before. I'm getting an ugly divorce, and it's not ugly. That I misspoke. Say something here, motherfucker. I'm listening. Oh, you're listening. Well, I mean, yeah, you know, I'm. I, I'm. It's not ugly, but I still got to pay for it. So anyway, so go and buy some shit. Um, okay, so Punta Allen Fishing Club located in Punta Allen, Mexico, which is uh, south of Tulum. And, uh, boy, everybody's heard of Tulum because Tulum, Mexico is, holy shit, it's a crazy place. I've never been to Mexico. Oh, it's fucking beautiful white people everywhere. <laughs> I need to go. I need to go. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. Not because of that, but I just mean that, you know, here you are in Mexico and, like, Tulum is such a convergence of... Is it all, like, resort people? I mean travelers. I everything. I mean everything. My point is is that the one thing I do not do is peruse Instagram models, right? You know what? I don't. But a lot of them are in Tulum. And when you're driving through Tulum or when you're eating dinner in Tulum or you're out in Tulum, they're there. I mean <laughs> they're you know they they're, they're there. They're there and they're and they're generally not 60. Okay, okay. That's right. So um, (laughs) my my point is, is Tulum's a hip town, and Punta Allen, which is located right on Ascension Bay, which is a habitat that you would fish if you stayed in Punta Allen, is something like 60 kilometers south of Tulum on a road that I believe ends at Punta Punta Allen or close to Punta Allen. And get this shit. 60 kilometers, I think, is like, what, 50 miles, 50, 50 miles, something like that? You know? You know, motherfucker? I can't can tell you. I don't know kilometers I, too well. I don't either. <laughs> so, but, but it's something like that. And get this shit. Get this shit. The road is so bad. And by that, I mean huge potholes, certain areas, washboard city. Fucking take you two to three hours to go that 50 miles from Tulum. Which yeah. is a modern fucking hotbed of hotness. Punta Allen, small impoverished lobster village, and I don't mean impoverished like disrespect, but you know, it, it it is what it is. And the road is so bad that it takes you two and a half hours to fucking drive. And we and it's, we've had we we've had some crazy van adventure. It's it's. Getting from Tulum to Punta Allen is always a little bit of hold your breath. So are you going like 25 miles an hour the whole time? 25 miles an hour, motherfucker. We're talking like five miles an hour. (laughs) I mean, you you know, plus the fact that we get picked up in, I used to call them B-grade vans, right? I mean, B-grade vans, meaning that they're not terrible, but they're not super new and nice. And why would they want to bring that van on that shitty road from Tulum to Punta Allen? This trip getting picked up on Saturday, uh, Sunday morning was the worst van we've ever been picked up in. If you saw the Instagram post about me just standing outside of the window, stone cold faced, about this motherfucker having to like open the outside window, this is to open the primary back door, <coughs> put his fucking hand inside, and jimmy rig the open handle from inside to open that fucking door to let six human beings out. I'm just sitting. There, oh <laughs> fuck! I'm sitting. Here. Man, we don't need a rollover today. We don't need a fucking van fire. Okay. I mean, so just sometimes weird and sketchy getting from Tulum to Punta Allen. Part of the trip makes make, makes for a laugh. I love it. <laughs> makes for a good I, laugh. I, I love it. I look I look at my team and I know who's got balls just by the way they react to that trip. Straight so there up. You go. Yeah, that's right. So. So we do this trip annually. Um, this is obviously a hosted East Rosebud trip. It's a it's a it's a good trip for me because my host, Tiziano Impolona, uh, Tiziano. If I said that wrong, you understand. Um, he and his partner, a French woman by the name of Pascal, who opened the lodge, they do such a great fucking job. I mean, comfortable, comfortable, clean rooms, beautifully decorated. Um, above average to excellent meals at every sitting. Um, They just do a great job. But the reason we go there is because as a fly angler I've learned over the last decade I love to have somebody walk up and kick me in the balls. Literally? (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Because the reason you go to Ascension Bay... Punta Allen, if you know what the deal is, is you're going there for those cocksuckers' permit. How are they this time? They beautifully once again outed me as an incompetent uh, saltwater angler, depending on the moment. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Are they, you know, they, I mean, I hate it. They're the, they the hardest species you, you're a fish for. I mean, for me, they are. I mean, I've not fished for at all, but I've had a lot of salt success and I've caught permit. But this time, we this trip, which involved 10 of us, so it was a sold out trip. This trip, if you're a savvy angler, at least I thought, you're kind of going there for permit. I mean, there's tarpon, there's world class snook fishing, and there's better bone fishing than people give it credit for. But is I recruit anglers, especially ones that got some game. You want to go there because you want to catch a 25, 30-pound permit. I mean, fuck, or 20 pounds or 15. I mean, nice permit. And I've traveled a bit. I've never fucking seen permit anywhere, including Cuba, like this. And it isn't all day. But once again, you got shots at 20, 25, 30-pound permit. And for somebody like me who's caught a lot of trout, and and I love trout. Trout still get my dick hard. Okay. This is just a different level of what you want. Yeah. And to have come back having some opportunity and come back with none to the hand. Fuck. How how much did you cast that? How many fish did you cast that? I had. Let me just put it this way. Um, so I'll, I'll I'll set the tone on the week when we got to Punta Allen on Sunday a week ago. They had had three straight days of crazy-ass rain. Like, I could show you videos of that terrible drive from Tulum to Punta Allen where you had to slow down to almost not moving because you didn't want your undercarriage to take on that fucking foot of fucking water that's in one of them big potholes I was talking about. We're talking about a pothole 8 to 10 feet wide and 8 to 10, 12 feet long. And not knowing how deep it is because... Well, yeah, you know it's fucking full, so it's pretty deep. but, But they'd gotten all that water, and... I've got a, well over 100 saltwater days in fishing, and I didn't really know that if you get a huge inundation of fresh water by rain, that fucks up the saltwater to freshwater ratio, and there could be less fish in and out of the bay and out of the, the habitat. So we might have faced that because they, fish weren't everywhere. I mean, a year ago, everybody caught great tarpon, and this week we caught very little to no tarpon. Um, Saw some, but you really go to Ascension Bay, in my opinion, for for a permit. Um, or it's a good place for a beginner saltwater angler to go, because you're regardless as to weather and whatever else you might want to do. There's a bunch of bonefish to be caught, so that's why you would fish Ascension Bay. What what does it, a trip like that look like? It's, look like as far as like guides to client ratio? You know, like like you know like. Uh, like the stuff I do, I got one guide, one boat, two, you know, two two anglers on the boat. So so this trip for seven nights, six days lodging is thirty five ninety five. That includes everything but travel to and from and tips. The guide, this is an interesting guided situation because we fish in something called a panga, which is a Mexican flats boat. Excellent. Um, it can also be a boat that, um, you know, they'll have an assistant with you, which means that you've got your primary guide who quietly pulls behind you just like on a skiff, a flats boat. But then you've got an apprentice guide who may be good enough to guide on his own but is just partnering with this guy for the day. Or it could be a younger uh, Mexicano because in Punta Allen, you got to be a Mexican national to motherfucking guide. You can't be some cat from fucking Ennis, Montana, you know, throwing a slice of white bread down there. <laughs> well, they—they—it's like it, it's not permitted. Okay. So they need to continue to develop these young guides, and that's why they're in front. You know, pulling your line out, maintaining your line, making sure there's you know nothing tangled anywhere. They for that they do a good job. But personally, I fucking hate to have a secondary guide up there in front with me. But that's that's kind of the program, and it's two anglers per panga, and obviously they switch off. I. I paid the big money. Um, I actually got my own boat, um, w- which proved to be not really any big deal on this trip. But when you go with another angler, you're sharing time. Yeah. Unless you're wade fishing and you know what you're doing, and you're only really wade fishing 90% of the time for bonefish, maybe permit sometimes. You're sharing your time, so you you're in a sit- you're sitting there half the time just sitting there, like encouraging and watching you're not up there ready to cast so how do they do the time switch See when, they, when, when do the anglers switch good question a lot of times it can sometimes they'll have a, like a you know per fish agreement when i catch one we switch out or you know i like to do the clock thing you know 30 minutes on the tick then we switch out no matter what okay try to play it like that but you got that going that's why i got that single boat and i part of the reason i did that is i just need that alone time you know I do you know I back in the day when you know I used to fish a lot in the salt with my with my ex I mean you know fuck we tch. shit we saw motherfucker Wait, I, well I said the shit we saw meaning okay. that like part of being out in that habitat is like like Ascension Bay Punta Allen I mean last week I probably saw 200 sea turtles dang I mean, you know, I mean, I saw 200 sea turtles. I had a fucking manatee that kept surfacing, 25, 30 feet away, over about 15, 20 minutes. I mean, you should see those fucking things. I mean, that's they're like a fucking, they're it like a dive. Right well, that's what I mean. Yeah. It's like it's. That's why when I'm alone, I'm able to really absorb all that habitat. Or sitting there and seeing these beautiful eagle rays just fucking darting by, the you know, fast. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's cool. That's yeah, that, cool. That, That's kind of what I mean. So I, I got my own boat and right off on my first day, boom, I stuck a good snook. And that right there, it was about a 15 pounder, right, day one, made me feel great. I don't think I threw to another fish that afternoon. Just couldn't find any, mostly looking for snook, looking for shark. Um, i'll get into the shark fishing here shortly but but just really just again not a lot of fish around you know if i wanted to go fish for bone fish you know i'd have caught a lot of it whatever but you know i'm you're you're hunting out there yeah. motherfucker yeah that's yeah. what that whole thing is it's 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 zero to hero one want- one one fucking 20 30 minute hook up play to the hand can fill six days a want that's, yeah, that's awesome. Okay, that's that, awesome. Right, that's that's what that is. That's I, awesome. Yeah. So you know, I listen to that. I compare it to like hunting, right? Like elk hunting or something. Like hundred percent. Go for, go for a week you for that one. It's, you know that one tag. It, it, it's all what it is, and I'm and I'm doing it, getting pulled around by a professional in in fucking saltwater flats grandeur. How, Just, how long are you on the water each day? Um, we're we're actually you know making our mucky walk to the Pangas in a gl- lagoon that's about maybe a quarter mile away from the lodge, um, and uh, about eight a.m. all the way till four or five. Um, you know, so you get a full if you okay. fish with the if you fish with the Punt Allen Fishing Club, you're going to get a quality guide and you're going to get a full seven eight nine hours of guided saltwater flat fishing and and trust me i've been around uh you know i i've i've had dudes want to go in. i'm talking guides at fucking 2 p.m because it's hard to see shit but mexicanos mexicanos mucho trabaja you know what that means work hard work fucking hard okay and that means whether they're fucking doing carpentry in billings montana no shit or they're fucking pulling you around in in punta in mexico so wonderful people wonderful people. Some of the greatest people I know are Mexicans. So I love going there for the cultural part of it too. Right. Yeah. So anyway, so, so that was kind of the tone. Um, day one, uh, probably the least likely dude to catch a permit. Motherfucker catches me. skill. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, fuck me. I mean, you know, I, I, you know, I, I, I'm there because I, I'm on the clock. I mean, you know, I'm sure some people out there, you know, there's eight of you listening to us. Some of you probably see the Instagram shit. No, this dude's got the life. I'm, oh, fuck, I'm working. I'm working. I mean, some groups are easier than others. Some groups are no maintenance at all. And then some groups make you want to choke a motherfucker out. <laughs> I mean it. I mean, my point yeah, is, I I'm understand up. that. Yes, I'm working. So, it's, it's, I get to fish, which is wonderful. And I... I deal with everything because I get to fish but managing people is hard it's it's just that's what I do man I you know that's the host in part I love it I love it I love the challenge I love the different personalities and here's the other thing about these trips you will never be closer with clients than after you experience this with them and that does not mean great fishing week you just it's such a team thing and it's primarily encouragement from everybody to everybody and I see, I see the victories and I see the failures and I see people stand up and not let it get into their head and keep fucking fishing to the end of the week hard and I'm just telling you it's not tracking a fucking bobber. Yeah, yeah. It, and ain't, I can ro- see- it ain't rolling a dude back upstream in a Big eddy <coughs> yeah. and letting him drift through that shit again <laughs> yeah. with his Teton rig motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah, we yeah. Because yeah. when you can do a row around you get as much chances as you want, you know. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I, I told my wonderful girl this, 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 this wonderful, wonderful woman I've, I've met. I told her straight up. I said, you just, you know, she's kind of like, oh God, another bad day, and I'm like, oh f- no, any, any, stakes are high. This is, this is, this is the difference between one cast, and again, you get in your whole week like that. Or you sitting here kind of with your dick in the dirt like I've got yeah that's a lot of pressure yeah it's fishing yeah it's fishing I mean that, I don't you know, know if I, I'm you know but yeah it is the stakes yeah. are high that's kind of what my point is with this with this with this discussion is that to for people that haven't done it that want to do it you can do it yeah and are the are the are the so guys real tough on you that, because of the high stakes or? Um, some are but most aren't but uh, but let me finish here real quick because you know a good customer and friend of mine Ted day one Boom, qualifying permit. You know, not a huge permit, but certainly not something ridiculous like somebody holding up a fucking saucer cup or something here. You know, I mean, you know, I mean a decent permit. And the dude day one. So it's you know, to me, that's really what these trips are about. You know, I'm I'm going to Cuba in two and a half weeks. You know, you know, Ted isn't. Yeah. So and yeah. Ted 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 stepped up on this fucking trip you know, and that's what you yeah, see, awesome. it is awesome, so here I am having that one nice snook day and get back to the lodge and how'd you do, how'd you do, how'd you do, how'd you do, how'd you do? that's exciting for me and to have somebody like Ted say, fuck, I don't know what the big deal about these permit is, I mean, I fucking caught three today, <laughs> I'm like, you cock <laughs> get it? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Fuck, you never fucking know, right, so day one was like that, um, day two was um, day two was probably my toughest day because all I asked a couple of guides and you've you've asked about the guiding um, the value in going to Punta Allen in, with East Rosebud is I have a above average pulse on the guides specifically so that my group when they come to us there's going to at least be seventy five percent quality yeah. I say to a lot of people when you come back from these trips, the nice thing about this trips is uh, because we switch guides every single day. Every single day. Everybody generally gets that guide one day during our week. Okay. And I do that (coughs) as a host out of fairness. Yeah, yeah, it only makes sense. Yeah, yeah, you bet. Well, fuck, you know, these people are paying. Got to be real. So when I come back from a trip, if I feel like there was no guiding drop off, Successful trip yeah, yeah. because the thing about these 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 saltwater guides, they show you what the deal is. They show you that fucking permit. They show you that snook cruising in the mangrove. They show you that school of bones. From that moment on, it's on you, bitch. Yeah, they can't catch. They the rock motherfucking for you. <laughs> can't. They just oh boy, it's it's it, you know it's way more it's way more sophisticated than when we talked a couple weeks ago about you know the freshwater guiding. Yeah, Said it pause set it didn't set it you can't go out there and not yeah. li- like there yeah you, you, there's no going through the motions in saltwater fly fishing it's you, you got to put it on the money yeah. and you got to put some effort and some concentration yeah, you know 100% like, it, 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 there ain't no part that's going to happen for you right so anyway so you know i asked these two these two guides to get me on some shark and as a as a shark angler with a fly They didn't know what the fuck they were doing. They don't know what they're doing. They didn't get me to the type of water I needed all fucking day. So all day Tuesday, nada. Through to a few, but because of where they had me and what they thought was the right habitat, didn't happen. So really tough day two. All right? Day three... And this was exciting for me. I fished with this kid named Chapo. Chapo and his young assistant Leo. Couple of just smooth cats. Never fished with Chapo, so you're sitting there going, fuck, maybe he's good, maybe he ain't. This could be an off day. Maybe this is a relaxing day. Because I know there's a couple guides on that roster I'm scheduled with later in the week. That's me fucking, you know, that's that yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's (laughs) I know what's coming, right? So Chapo. We get to this area I fish. Dozens of times, just another big section of this massive habitat and and water. And, you know, him and this young kid, this young kid was beautiful. Probably not even 20. Fucking decked out. Everything's got a permit on it. You can tell this kid, who may or may not be just from Punta Allen, this is his fucking career. Yeah. You get it? Yeah, he's in it. You can tell. You know, you got that 19 to 20-year-old in Billings, Montana, not going to go to college, but wants to get into his career. That motherfucker's going to become an electrical apprentice. Going to be a fucking journeyman plumber. This kid in Punta Allen's going to be a fucking permit guy. I can just tell. Yeah. And again, he's not even twenty. So we're out there, ten minutes, fifteen minutes after he starts looking, boom. Big patch of nervous water, probably a hundred yards away. So immediately they start. Blah, blah 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 blah, Espanol communicating, pointing. I know what's up, I see it. They begin to move me in a position to make the best cast at this group based on how they're coming at me, right? Yeah, not exactly a row around on the bighorn, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> right. How often I get, it, can the boat spook the fish in, in Ascension Bay? Of the boat. Can, with permit can be the problem okay so that much but but we're ways away it's more now he's just he's romanticizing the situation for me you get it yeah 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 he's going it out Yo, know, i'm seeing this pulse of fish so i know what the deal is these aren't fucking queenfish here these are these are permit yeah plus i'm seeing some tails and some fins as they're moving on mm-hmm. this is this is four to five feet of water So these fish are moving on the top third of the water column. That's how you see this nervous water. Yeah. So I make a couple of casts that were okay. Not great, but okay. Didn't blow them up. They reposition. We back off. And now once again, Chapo, he's looking for this fucking school of fish. Talking Espanol with this kid, Leo. All of a sudden, there they fucking are over there. So this kid starts huffing. Pulling, 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 from the time he started until the time he got him in front of me, where I had a shot, he must have gone three hundred yards, and that must have been inside of three to five minutes. Dang yeah, he was yeah, he's working. Okay, you get it. He's working. Well, you know why? Why? Because he's getting me in a position where I can cast to him. And you don't know how long those fish are going to be there. Well, they're moving, and we're watching them, and it's the whole time nobody's saying a fucking word. You're just sitting there, just mesmerized on tracking this group and hopefully getting your fucking shot yeah. so finally they're pinned finally they're in this this back area with structure and mangrove structure and mangrove were coming in from the right and now they're fucking feeling that shallowness and now they're, they're coming right in front of us and that right there was a shot that i should have had i could see the lead fish or two at least i thought and it ended up being not more than 40 feet and I can fucking easily do that. When I overcast my fly, I ended up basically throwing it into the group that I didn't see. I saw that first lead fish or two, but when my bug hit the water, fucking I saw like 15 to 20 boils, boom, gone. Game fucking over. Chapo, thanks for all the hard work, motherfucker. Sorry, I suck, dick. Sorry about that. That's harsh, but that's <laughs> still in me. Get it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so be, that, that's right. Tough. That's yeah. right. Well, it's all good. Tough to swallow, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. So, so that my point is, is that I had those two shots. Um, from there till lunch at noon, that was it. We moved around a little bit, kind of look for some stuff, but really nothing materialized. So, in that four hours of fishing, wanting what I wanted, that kid Chopo, he gave it to me. He did a job. He did, he did a job. He great. did because yeah. because if I was better at spotting a snout and if I could put it on that fucking you know dinner plate in front of him, the thing about permit is permit will obviously follow. And I've only caught a few, so I the last thing I am is any fucking expert at those cocksuckers and they are fuck permit I'm going back to do it but I'm I'm not happy right now so I knew right then that, and I told him this before lunch I told him Chapo thank you I've never fished with you you're a legit motherfucker everything he did in that 20-25 minutes between getting me on those two groups right showed me as the angler who's fished for permit I'm with somebody legit here yeah and the, the younger kid, Leo, Leo? He just worked hard. Um, the great thing Wait. about Leo is, um, is that um, I'm not sure if it was pre-noon or then after our lunch, fishing in the afternoon. He, he definitely spotted a couple completely and entirely on his own. And that's, that's awesome. also not up at the highest point, like chop yeah, on the back. Exactly you know, up there, yeah. He's sitting up there with me. And I just really like being around this kid, even though I generally don't like that assistant by me just because you know I just I had a glimpse of their future and he's probably many there to learn too well he's gonna learn the Chapo Chapo's yeah. legit yeah alright so then after that so that was my I um, still did not um, catch anything substantial that day um, then then, on, then finally I got to the top of my roster with my favorite guide Juanito I can't tell you Juanito's last name but Juanito is a probably a top three percent top five percent permit guide in Punta Allen that's that's you know for whatever you think Punta Allen is that's a big deal yeah that's that's like your best fucking outfitter guide for fucking elk in Ennis you get it yeah okay yeah, yeah it's yeah I mean that's that's a big deal And what there. and what day is it day four? Yeah, I'm on day four, okay. um, um, and so so I'm with Juanito, and I, Juanito takes me to blind cast for Tarpon because he starts talking about a grand slam right off the bat. I've never had a grand slam. I've had great saltwater days and kind of caught it all, but I've never really put it all together where you have a bonefish, a tarpon, and a permit all in the same fishing day. But he takes me to this spot that's not too far from the lodge. It's past the lighthouse in Punta Allen, which is a famous point. And boom, we're, we're, we're blind casting into kind of kind of tannic, almost muddy type water. And, and tarpon can like that shit, right? And fuck, I mean, just in about 20, 30 minutes before the wind and the rain became really difficult, jeez, I had two nice tarpon take a swipe at my fly right in front of me. I'm sure one was, you know, 30 pounds. I mean, which there's big tarpon in Ascension Bay. And I saw that last week. Big tarpon to me is a Seventy to hundred pound class fish. <coughs> Biggest I've—that's mean, I've, a big fish, right? Yeah, there. it is. Biggest I've ever caught is like maybe 40, 45, and that's considered still a baby. Okay. Right, a baby tarpon. And so it looks like a gigantic tarpon. Buck fifty, oh, buck yeah, twenty-five. That's a huge fish. You know, shit like that landed landed after an hour or so with an eleven weight. I mean, you know, like I said, the babies are a fucking rhino in a fucking China shop, man. So. The point is we're 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 seeing some tarpon, right? Um, but we didn't hook up, no big deal. But now it's on because now we're fishing for permit. And this is all before noon, and, and this is really a lot of my frustration. I got a great video of this of this this hour. Juan, Juanito takes me out to this large deep flat and we're really blessed with just basically fucking glass. And we're, we're blind casting for some tarpon, because there's big tarpon, and we saw a few roll, and he was right. I could tell right away these are oversized fish. These are maturing fish, right? Not close enough for me to put a bug on a boil in two seconds, but still, you know they're in the area. Yeah. And then, that, and then, then, he, then he sees the fucking black tails. And this big, wide, flat, great sunlight, yada, 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 tailing permit a ways away. So he and I immediately toned down, and he fucking locks up. He anchors, ties down his pole, and we just sit and wait. Because he knows that if he takes that boat and he tries to pursue them in that flat water, he's going to fucking end it. Get that shit? Yeah, 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 yeah. So from where he anchored up until the farthest we saw some tailing permit, 50 yards? Like, I mean, just meaning that kind of here and there, that's how far away they were, not castable right away. (laughs) Yeah. So basically, I sat there at the front of this panga for about 45 minutes to an hour and literally got the best permit show I've ever gotten. Because they were oblivious to the fact that we were there there was no chopper movement on the water, which means even a blind fucker like me could hone in on these fish. And these meandering schools that would appear from us because we'd see a tail on top, and then they dive down, and then there'd be a small group right there, right in front of us. Oblivious that we're 30 feet away. Yeah, that's awesome. And I got so caught up in the moment, and Juanito does a good job of, I'll say a fair job of staying calm. That's the problem with these Mexicanos. Once they see something and they get urgent, you you know, I mean, Speedy Gonzalez verbally (laughs) motherfucker. I mean, they're just they're hyped and they're urgent and they're pointing, and it just becomes if you don't if if you don't sit in the moment and slow it down where you're kind of comprehending everything and I got a problem with that at times doing that because the stakes are so fucking high it's gotta be hard I oh, was hard. like Dak Prescott out there throwing picks when I fucking didn't need to throw picks <laughs> understand that yeah, okay, yeah you're yeah. a football fan so so in this 45 minutes to an hour again where these fish were around us permit. at the end of the day I didn't get it done just kind of like I didn't get it done the day before So, and the day before with Chapo, before lunch, he put me in one more spot. I wanna touch on this because this was visually my moment of my week. Okay. Before lunch, this is with Leo, I spot three beautiful oversized floaters before they did. It was bright as fuck, it was clear green water, and these fish, which are kind of like like a steel gray, Um, subsurface again just floating on the top once I showed them where these fish were which was close they moved me right into a spot and sure as fuck the lead one which was certainly one of the better ones out of the three coming right fucking to me right to me and all I had to do was put a 25 30 foot cast on his snout and I bet he would have pulsed and eaten the fucking thing and I put it about three, four feet short. And we were fishing this big, heavy raghead crab, which means hits the water, sink. Yeah. And by the time he kept coming, which he would have been over maybe a shrimp or something, might have suspended for a second, didn't even fucking see it. Saw the boat, peeled off, not another shot. Dang. That's that permit game, you know. So, so the next day with Juanito, again, here I am, opportunity, opportunity, opportunity. Not opportunity for seven hours, but that guy gave me that chance of a lifetime for that fucking hour. And if you are not at your best, and if you can't slow it down and realize what you got to do, it won't happen. It's got to be hard though. Your heart has to be racing, and well, all ter- that, fucking all ter- that, yeah, all that. You know, it's it's you know it's it it, it you know it's coming before you get your boxers mm-hmm. down, and that's something you can't you know you can't practice that cast with your heart racing like that. All know. that, you know. You well, that, I brought that. up the excitability of the verbiage yeah. from the guides, because then you're just fucking, oh, you know. What yeah. I mean, you're just fucking spastic. You know, you're spas for meatballs out there. I mean, it's just it's it's. There's plenty that are better than me and there's plenty that aren't as good as me and I benefit from the fulfillment of the moment the day and recognizing the shot I had yeah so there's kind of a win there but if I would have fished better in those couple of moments I would have come back elated not kind of beat down yeah yeah and if you fish for eight days six days excuse me for eight hours a day give or take that's that's 48 hours of fishing hard in a boat by myself, which means I'm not splitting any time, and I still couldn't catch one of those motherfuckers. So, that's life. So the afternoon after that, really didn't see anything uh, except one nice lemon I caught, which is probably about five feet, um, and that was a that was a great moment for me because I didn't see a lot of shark around all week, and I was fishing for him every fucking second I was out there. If I saw one, yeah, yeah, yeah. So at least had that with Juanito the next day with one of the most beautiful men I ever met he doesn't speak a word of fucking English supposedly understands it his name is Miguel he's this little dude that's just like like a stack of TNT and for an older cat he's got to be close to my age 50 to 60 he spots him like a pro and he's a great polar and he's just a great guy to fish with so We had some terrible weather that day. We had a few shots at smaller fish that we saw tailing early in the morning, that same thing between 8 and 9 AM. But after that, didn't see shit all day. So that's that saltwater flats fishing. My last day, the next day with Juanito, I got my schedule padded in the back of the week a little bit, but that ended up working out for the other angler. This is my last chance, and I'm with my favorite guide. So it's just just that simple. Rust is knocked off. Yep, this is it. So we basically started out permit fishing, but the weather was bad, so we started to target tarpon. And I had a couple of eats and a couple of follows in this morning, but it was the same thing. We'd occasionally see a big mama roll, so lots of anticipation. After lunch, we started to get into some smaller snook because it was overcast, there wasn't going to be any permit fishing, and the tarpon thing is best in the morning and the late afternoon, evening, like from what I, you know. Yeah. It, Mid, mid-afternoon, mid high, high sun, even though there wasn't any. Not so much. So we're now looking for snook. And snook are the easiest thing because it's one of the few saltwater flat species you can actually fucking blind cast for. You can shoot a fucking streamer into that mangrove, not having to see one, and just wham why ooh! Okay. So kind of fun- like, like throwing streamers for uh, so trout. Right. Huh? Yeah, it's really the one species out of the four you really shoot for there. Um, I, I had probably three or four, six, eight, ten pound jacks that I'd caught up to that point in the day. And I had so much fun with those because they're just like a marauding group of hyenas. They're in packs and they're just fucking just slamming bait fish everywhere. You just will see them blow up in the distance and you know it's a school of jacks. Okay. So I was fortunate they were around. There's no saltwater flat species that you can ha- you can harshly plop a fly down on. And see that fucker just like hunt for it and attack it like no other fish I fished for last week there. It was auto fucking Matic. They blew me away. I've yeah, never fished for them in a foot or two of water like that where I saw them. So that was kind of a highlight and you know, a secondary species on that last yeah. day. Last story. After lunch, blind casting. We brought out a huge snook on just a blind cast and a strip. Thing blew up, definitely a 20-plus pound class fish. You know, I mean, the fucking head width alone. You know, I thought it was a fucking mid sized redfish coming out of there. You know, I mean, it was just that wide of a snook. So we backed off, changed the fly, threw it back into that little nook, that little area. Nothing, nothing. So we're moving on. About 10, 15 feet down, Juanito dit, 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 starts fucking going off he sees it that morning we had a rain delay because it was pounding rain as we started this six day of fishing and once they finally called us to start loading in the pangas and make our way to the boats I grabbed my wrong pair of glasses I didn't have my prescription coast to polar eye shades I brought just a standard pair just fucked up yeah 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 right For a myriad of reasons, just I was chilling, rain delay, happens, girl issues, lots of shit going on. Grabbed the wrong glasses. It cost me so fucking bad. Six seven hours later, the light was super low. Then he saw that motherfucking big snook that came crashing out of it. I couldn't see it. I had after he got the boat in a position for me to cast. 30 35 feet away in the mangrove. I had fucking minute, minute and a half, 2 minutes to do it, meaning that that fish was still castable, still unaware of us and I couldn't fucking do it cuz I could not see that fish. Getting older sucks. So again, what what what's the tone to this? Stakes are high, man. That snook that last hour to a fishing could have brought my whole week to me. Yeah, um, that was a career fish for there for sure. Just couldn't see him. This man Juanito, this dude loves me. When I first met Juanito, he was such a dick to me. He talked to me like like I haven't had anybody talk to me since I was in fucking seventh grade. I I, I halfway through this guy today. This is eight ten years ago, whatever. I'm like motherfucker. You tone it down, biatch. You don't talk to me. I, I fucking I freaked the fuck out on Juanito. Because, you know, I mean, saltwater guides can be dickheads. Everybody who's done it knows that. But he was beyond the fucking pale. And I shouted him out. I bucked his fucking nose. I mean, I, well, I mean, you know, who the fuck is this guy? He's good. He's good. But, you know, after this week, he don't mean nothing to me.
1: That's yeah, how they yeah, can be. Yeah, yeah. You know why they're that
0: way. They're that way because they know what they can deliver to a guy like me. That's why yeah, they some, do. Sometimes they, they got to be hard, right? No, they, no, they, it's arrogance. Okay. Not. I don't mean the guys that sometimes got to be hard. I mean there's arrogance in some of this shit, and I don't know why, but there is. We didn't fish together that week. Obviously, when I s- basically sat down on him, I gave that I gave that fucking rod to my wife and said, "Fish away, baby. I'm not fishing for this cocksucker." So we really had it out the first time I ever fished with him because he was rude to me. The next year when I came back from that point on he's my best friend. He he puts in so much time and effort with me. He wants me to do well. I know that. I feel that. And that's the point to these trips. Why don't I bump around all these other locations because there's fish in Ascension Bay. There's great accommodations at the Punta Allen Fishing Club. And the guiding can be excellent. So that's why I keep going there. And Juanito one of the reasons. Instead of him cutting out early to get us back to the lodge, and I want to give you an idea how far we are from the lodge, in this panga, which can burn, if you're a fucking sprint, you're going to be lucky to get there in an hour. Okay. And you ain't fucking zipping by no condos, man. Fucking middle of nowhere, but he knows where to find these big snook. We get into this huge, beautiful flat with calm water, and it's getting late in the afternoon. And fuck, he's fi- he's finding them. He's giving you more more opportunities. <laughs> fuck. Yes. And again, same story. Can't see him. He, he's he's sensitive to being too close, even though he needed to get closer for me to really do it. I've caught nice snook at my feet, so I'm not the guy that believes they're like a tarpon or a permit when it comes to a boat near them, but whatever. He, he knows the deal, but I just couldn't see him, so I caught a couple of the smaller ones but wasn't able to hit the larger lead ones or the, the, the nicer 10, 15, 20-pounders. Here's the point. I say to him, hey, yo, it's like 455. He's like, no. I'm like, well, that's what my phone, uh, that's what my phone says. He's like, No. I'm like, okay. I mean, you know, maybe this fucking phone's wrong. Right. I, I don't. <laughs> so we fish for another fucking hour, and he looks at me, and he says, Richard, it's getting dark. I'm like, well, yeah. That was the 455 part, motherfucker. <laughs> That's an hour later, bitch. You were saying, you better it catch, it's 5 huh? to 6. <laughs> we're supposed to be back at 5. So, boom, 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 zing on our way. definitely dusk. 6.25, 6.30, past dusk. 6.35, pitch fucking black. And I'm sitting there going, I don't really know the protocol, but I would assume, like, if you're 90 minutes late, like, and you're not. It's an interesting thing. I go to some guiding places, and the guides, they're talking on the phone all day. But, like, they never are at Allen. I don't know if it's a. There's no cell phone, something, something, but like you never see a guide on the phone when you're fishing. What, there. what are they? Ta- what are when are they talk on the phone? Are they talking on the on the phone? With How are you doing? Head? You seeing oh, any okay. fish? Um, you know what's for dinner? I don't fucking know. Right. I mean, but, you <laughs> know, I don't know, but it, but it happens. Okay, but you never see these guides on the phone because I don't. I mean, I can't call from Punta Allen. I can do a Facebook FaceTime thing from there, but I can't call anybody, right? Yeah. So it's now six thirty. And finally, this motherfucker is now getting his pack out and getting this satellite phone going because it's fucking dark. I've ridden in the dark with Juanito before, and it's okay. But we're crossing Ascension Bay, and it's rough. So he can't steer the boat in a way to avoid hitting shit. Yeah. And I'm getting the fuck banged out of me, right? And Because we're now in a hurry. And he's trying to get in touch with the lodge. No, he's got his satellite phone out. I posted a video on it. And there finally we see this fucking light and it was the it was a it was a panga with some guides in it coming to find us yeah and i'm right there i said you're a fucking idiot <laughs> because i knew it was 455 or you know i knew it was five and i i i just i blocked it out he was willing to keep me fishing i knew how far we were i, I mean i've been there enough to know where we were yeah yeah and I this is the last night, kind of some beer drinking with the guides. I got my peeps there We've had a good week. they've all fought hard, had victories, and here I'm out there fucking now, causing people to think about what's up with us the last night. Here I am getting these guides out in the dark. These motherfuckers are coming out to find us with a fucking headlamp. <laughs> This is Mexico. This is in the fucking Coast Guard, man. I mean, I'm I'm serious. They, you know, they can do it because they're pros. But you feel a little dumb when you're making people do that when they should be sitting back there pounding free beers with the clients. And here they're coming out there to look for you because you just had to cut and fucking keep fishing for ninety minutes past when you should. You know, it wasn't blatant, but it was passive aggressive. Yeah, I yeah. saw that fucking time, and I told Juanito, but Juanito's like. Juanito does what he wants to do. Yeah. but I still felt. Done. So so that was <laughs> that, that, yeah that, that, so we got back We got back safe. Everything was cool. Nobody was too pissed off. But that was our week. um, and it was it was superb. It really was. again, not 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 the end result for me individually. um, not the end result for a few people in our group that are really experienced salt guys. but in terms of camaraderie. The, the accommodations, the experience, the interactions couldn't have been better. That's so, awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, and we'll be going back to the Punta Allen Fishing Club in the first 10 days of November of 2025. There's 10 spots. Uh, me and my sugar are going to take two of them. So that means eight spots. So um, if you want to sign up, give us a call here at the shop because this trip will sell out fast. And this is a trip that I can guarantee you. Barring shitty weather, you're going to have a great week. So anyway, that's about it. So I'm going to sign off. I'm going to say goodbye to all eight of you. I've overrun my time. Um, Booty, you got anything to say on this? No. Hopefully I can go on a trip in the future. You know, It sound, sounds great. It's oh, like a fun time. Oh, you will. You and I, we're going places, motherfucker. All right. So for East Rosebud Studios, Rich Ramersa, Brandon Booty, we're out. Peace.